Welcome back to episode five, brackets four of the From the Pub podcast. Um, I'm Ethan Williams. Um, delighted to be joined by Charlie Hamilton, as I always am. And uh, well, as always, the first order of business, Charlie, is to uh, discuss how your mental health is really, mate. I, um, you know, I haven't seen much on, on Instagram, but I, I would have thought some of those mental health charities might be starting to make some posts along the lines of check in on the the Chelsea fans you're friends with. Yeah, mate, a lot of those charities are turning blue at the minute. But yeah. uh, no, no, it's, it's, it's a tough time for all involved. It is a very tough time. And, um, but, um, you know, we're a good side. We know that. <laughs> we, we got a good manager. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, mate, fair. it's just tough to comment on, let's be honest, isn't it? Like, I'd, it's I'd say, I'd honest, say it's... I'd say it's hard to watch, but to be honest, it's really quite entertaining. <laughs> Mate, I, it's, it wasn't long ago where you're looking at other teams like Man United as a Chelsea fan and just cracking up about how rubbish they were for a bit. And, you know, back in the days of Liverpool and all these big clubs which go go through slumps of just poor, poor form. And it's yeah. it's it feels tough to be on the on the receiving end for once, you know? Yeah, I, I, it's just a shame that um, Luton, Burnley, and Sheffield United are so crap because otherwise Chelsea <laughs> really would be right in the thick of the bottom. Oh, mate, hundred percent. If 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 there were three horrendously bad teams in this league right now, we we would be showing some serious relegation form. So but I think we're safe because of how bad those teams are. Just want to double check. Premier League table. Chelsea are fourteenth with five points. Oh mate, I saw a um, I saw a great stat. I saw a great stat for the uh, non-Chelsea fan, which was um, since March eleventh of twenty twenty-three, which obviously includes both seasons, both teams relegated. Uh, Chelsea are seventeenth, and the six teams below them have either played six games or mm. played half the season and got relegated. So uh, no, we're showing some good form, and um, the only way is up unless yes, we indeed. go down. Yeah, that is always the case in those situations. You sort of come into yourself and can only get better. Um, but is that ever looming threat that it 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 can actually get worse if you think about it? Um, you know, you've got some tough games coming up too, mate, to be fair. <laughs> We've got really some terrible fixtures. I mean we, Fulham mate. away in the in the league, or Burnley away, or Arsenal at home, Brentford at home. Yeah, then it gets home. bad. It's it's not a lot of points from those games, mate. Not a lot I think we've got Arsenal, City and Newcastle in three games or something. So yeah, you have, the good news, though, is December 30th, you play Luton Town. So that'll get you up to eight points for the season. Yeah, well, buzzing for that fixture, mate. Looking forward to when that comes around. I was thinking about going to watch Exeter City v Luton Town tonight, but um, didn't get tickets. I, I was worried um, Scout, I was going to get used. Yeah, fair. Yeah, well, at least Luton are a good side, you know. Yeah. You know they got a point this weekend, mate. Yeah, mate, mate. As, mate, I, as I said, they would scrap some points at home and they did against yeah, 10 minutes. Yeah, you did say that. I'll tell you, you didn't get a point. Uh, it was Sheffield United. <laughs> no. No, no. But I, I can't laugh, I'll be honest, because I don't think it'll be long before we see one of those results against Chelsea. I think Newcastle nearly got a bonus point for scoring too many tries in that game, didn't they, or something like that? I mean, yeah. One, one converted try there. No, good yeah. one. I mean... That was a bit of a bit yeah, I, mate, as I watched the game, so all I saw was the scoreline of I looked up the score, I looked up the scores in the early window and I was like, oh, eight nil, yeah, sure. 
Yeah, but mate, as as you said earlier, we're so lucky. We've got three terrible sides <laughs> in this league right now. I mean, I'd I'd back Burnley to pull it out of the bag at some point. I think Luton are destined to go down, and I think I think Sheffield United surely after that seven 0 are on their way down as well. I think Burnley could show something in in the near future, though. I think Company's got something in him. Yeah, yeah, maybe we'll see. I mean, Everton are still shit, and um, that's it. Brentford a bit, not not relegation, but they, they didn't look too good. They're, they're having a couple of. They've had a couple of good years, and and you sort of go into that third year, you think, oh, they'll probably just be mid table again, show some good, yeah. well, show some good performances, but maybe not. The funny year. thing with them, mate, is they've done that thing where they they like they started the first four games of the season unbeaten, so it sounds great, but they only won mm. one, and then all of a sudden when you lose a couple, especially games you're not supposed to lose, it it's like, oh crap, we've only won one of our first six. You know what I mean? Like the, the narrative there changes so quickly. You go from unbeaten yeah. through four to only one winning out of the first six. And it, yeah. you can do that in both ways. You can you can draw three games in a row, then win one, all of a sudden you're four unbeaten. Mm. Um, but it, it's that that's their problem, I feel like, is is at some point they're they're, they're gonna have to kick on a bit. Tony, is he gonna play for them again ever? Do we know? He's mm. clearly an important part of that team. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it's just it's gonna be very, very interesting to watch that that situation. Again, I think they're another team you talk about, you sort of joke about Chelsea being involved if it weren't for how bad that bottom three is. But Brentford are a team I could see getting snuck down into sort of 16th, 17th this season. Yeah, very, very possibly not. Um, very possibly not getting in relegation danger, but just sort of being in and around there when push comes to shove. So there's a few interesting stories developing at that end of the table, but 100%. Mate, it's one of those things with those those mid table sides. Is when you go on those good runs, that you you do have to pick up three points. You got you got to get a lot of wins in these good runs, and it's yeah. just whether you, you see Brentford and you, without Tony, if you see them going through a good run of games, are they going to get, you know, three four wins on the trot? Do you think have they got that ability? I, I'm not sure this year. So I think you're absolutely right. I think Brentford could be a team that if they don't capitalize on their good streaks, they could end up losing a few games, as you said, which they don't. Don't, well, which they need to win, and all of a sudden they're looking not not that rosy, you know. It is, it is that exactly. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, and, I, and I, honestly, you can look at it, look at West Ham start to the season in a sort of similar vein, where good start, beat Chelsea, beat Brighton, games weren't necessarily marking down as wins pre-season, and then all of a sudden you find yourself at the, at the top end of the table, and then you lose to Man City and Liverpool, who are the two best teams in the league. And gave them good games, to be fair. You know, mm. um, I don't think anyone could argue we didn't give City a game because we were beating him with with 45 played and we were drawing until just after the hour mark. And, and again, Liverpool, you know, went in half-time level. So we've given them good games, both of those. And they're the two teams that seem to be the best in the, in the, in the, in the division this season. The the thing is, they're still losses. So if, if we go out and we win next week, then all of a sudden you go, ah, all right, fine. You've... Um, You've you've had a good start to the season. You've 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 won four, drawn one, and you've lost to the to the two guys fighting for the league title. Fair enough. You know what I mean? Whereas that narrative switches so quickly and immediately. If it's like, oh, you go out and you lose to Sheffield United next week, and it's like, oh mm. crap, we've lost three on the bounce, and all that energy's disappeared. Um, so I mean, you know, it is the way the early season works. They always say don't don't judge it until there's ten on the table. Um Maybe that's maybe that is the case. Maybe maybe those teams at the bottom just need a bit of time to find their footing. But it's going to be so interesting to see how that all pans out. 
I, I could be wrong, but I don't think three teams that were promoted have ever been sent straight back down. No, I I, I think I've heard that before as well. But um, yeah, it's, it's, rare, yeah. It's, it's it's rare that none of the teams coming up have a bounce. Show. Show yeah. show that yeah exactly that that yeah. that bounce as they enter the league and and mate they're showing nothing. Absolutely. I mean, how often is it you see where a team that got promoted wins three of their first five, you know, all that kind of thing, and all of a sudden they've got 11, 12 points through six or yeah. seven games, and you're going, wow, what a team this is, and then they just disappear. You know, Huddersfield did it a few years ago. I had people thinking they were decent, and then it was like, no, they just nicked a couple of wins at the right time. Yeah. You know, it's um, exactly like Sheffield United when they came in a couple of years ago. Not yeah. not this year, but the, when they first entered the league again about three years ago or so, they had that incredible bounce. And then they had a shocking year. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. now they're back up and they're probably going to have another shocker. So it's going to, as you said, mate, it's going to be a really interesting one. There's lo- lots of different stories to pan out. And um, as you said, it'll be quite good to have this discussion again in a few game weeks' time to see where teams are really at and if anyone's showing trends to go on a bad run or go on a good run. You know, it'd be nice to see if Chelsea get a win. Mate, but I saw a um I saw I saw something on um well I heard something on the radio the other day which was this bloke saying he, he will not shave until Chelsea win. And there's two international yeah, that, mate. <laughs> mate, there's two international breaks coming up in quite quick succession and we're playing some unbelievable teams in the meantime. So Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you could have a Moe Alley beard by the end of it, mate. Good beard, my alley, mate. One of the one of the better beards I've seen. Mate, I reckon we uh, I reckon we shout out Pedro the Goat for his uh, for his fine comments on the TikTok the other day. I'll give you a rundown of what happened. Yeah, go on, mate. Yeah, cheers, Pedro, for this. But um, we put out a TikTok saying something along the lines of um, Chelsea are rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we've got and, a few um, of them, actually. From, I could be wrong. Yeah, and uh, he, he goes, he goes. Uh, well, you brought success on plundering the assets of the Russian people. Good riddance. <laughs> so the from yeah. the pub podcast replied with the classic, "Well, the Russians aren't exactly great blokes at the minute, are they?" <laughs> and um, and then he responds. He goes, "The Russians are fine. They don't want to be killing their brethrens." <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Egotistical ruling elite, as per usual. So yeah, uh, yeah cheers, cheers for that, Pedro. Cheers for your insightful comments. <laughs> we are the ruling and, uh, elite uh, of the podcast world, mate. <laughs> With our five <laughs> slash four episodes released. <laughs> it just, just shows, mate. Anyone anyone who's out there listening has got any top tier, you know, political comments to make. Yeah, come on the show, mate. Give me a discussion. You're more than welcome. <laughs> Pedro, if you're out there listening, mate, come on. Come on and explain yourself next week. Yeah. But, mate, what are your thoughts on the Russians as blokes? Well, how do you see that? Oh mate, <laughs> all diamond geezers, mate. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go, Pedro. The from the pub podcast agrees yeah. with you, mate. Yeah. Cheers for coming on. <laughs> Good, Pedro. Thanks, thanks, mate. Cheers for the contribution. Oh, I always love it. You can always count on some nutter to pop up on social media. You, you just, just sit there. You, you sit there and you the prop. Just go. Oh, go on, then. go on, then. go on, then, lad. Yeah. Have another bite. <laughs> Mate, we should. I reckon we should get it going. Just comment on some random comment on, on some random posters yeah. saying the most what's advocate. Just we should start doing that on Twitter, mate. On Twitter, we should start doing that. Like every Arsenal fan posts on Twitter ever. <laughs> just start responding with pictures of bottles or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like Arsenal showing relegation form yeah. for no reason. 
just to get him to nibble, you know? That's yeah. what we need. They will, mate. Famously. Famously. All right, mate. Um, it's been, well, technically three weeks since the last quiz of the week. Um, <laughs> sort of blew it on that one. <laughs> just a little bit. Um, yeah. Well, well, three weeks, two episodes, you know, one of those ones. Well, three slash two episodes, mate. Yeah, cheers, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we do that. For, for, for those of you out there who don't know, we, we recorded three, but only two of them <laughs> appeared, including this one, which hasn't actually appeared yet, Charlie. So we should probably, <laughs> oh, God. probably hold off on that for now. But technically, there's been one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> good deal. But this one will get released because we're not, they're not yeah. hunting it down anymore. It's all yeah, good. yeah, let's hope so. It's all good. Right. Okay. I've got this quiz of the week in front of me, mate. You know the deal. You, you have to get four out of seven to save our credibility yeah cool and mate i wonder if it's a multiple choice i think it mate i'll let you know don't worry you know i will but um i think it might be a multiple choice once again so the odds are in our favor there mate um four out of seven to save the credibility of the podcast if not we've got to shut it down <laughs> well mate we've been trying to be shut down so yeah uh, that would be unusual yeah right you ready yeah ready mate far away this is, this is all the most important news in the last week all right all the headliners. Ready. Okay. All right, good deal. Um, a Zoom call with Nicole Kidman, dinner with Better Call Soul star Bob Odenkirk, and an apron signed by the cast of cult hit The Bear were among the exclusive lots put up for auction by actors and filmmakers to help production crew members affected by the Hollywood strike. Which of the following was not up for grabs? All right. So it's a multiple-choice yep. question. Yeah. Um, yep, asking you, asking you, which of these following things was not available in the auction? Okay, just to summarise the question. Thanks, thanks, yeah, mate. It, it was a long one. Yeah, it was quite a lot. One of the longer questions I've ever seen, actually. Uh, right, was it a portrait of your dog? Oh, oh shit, uh, painted by Oscar winner John Lithgow, so I assume that's the name of the painting, not literally your mate, dog. You're, you're a great right. quiz master. Yeah, cheers. Um, a one. song written and sung for you by the cast of Bob's Burgers. Um, or a table tennis match with chat show host Stephen Colbert. <laughs> some, some serious options there, mate. Yeah, mate. Really pleased I'm partaking in this quiz. Good use of my time. But right. uh, yeah, you got a lot of. Mate, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the second option. I think um, a portrait. You know, painting's quite common scene in an auction, and okay. uh, I think a table tennis match with a random geezers sounds sounds doable. So right. let's go so you're going. Two. Right. That's wrong. Fucking hell. Um, table tennis match was was not was not up for grabs, mate. So moving on, moving on. Not out of one. Um, Good start. Bit like Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's help me pick up the form a little bit quicker than Chelsea. Yeah, this could determine Chelsea's season here, mate. <laughs> don't, want be, don't want to be one out of six, mate. That would really dent the credibility. All right. Yeah, that'd be tough. Right, here we go. Second question. Multiple choice. Um, more than one in 10 people in Japan is aged 80 or over. The, the country has the world's oldest population, according to the UN. Italy's population is the second oldest, measured by the proportion of people aged 65 or up. Which country ranks third? Is it China, Finland or South Korea? Um, South Korea. That's, that is... Oh, no, no, wait, actually, no. No, 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 oh, we're not going to South Korea. Not because that's 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 that was the third option, wasn't it? South Korea. South Korea was the third option. Yeah, it was a yeah. Brief... It can't be can't can't be too 
third options in a row. That'd be smart. That'd be terrible. Smart. So, this um, man, this man's been sat on a multiple choice test with no idea what to put before. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I know all the tricks in the book, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you the old eco multiple choice where you've had, oh, I've had four A's in a row. Mm, seems a bit dodgy, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just up. yeah. 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 I think we're going, we had, we had third option last time. We're going opposite side of the spectrum. We're going first this time. We're going China. We're going China. That's wrong. That's wrong. Yeah. Finland is the answer, mate. Yeah. I forgot that was even an option, to be honest. I thought the second one was Canada. But yeah. 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 I don't know where you got Canada from, but, but all right. Yeah. Um, Heard it somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, mate. Uh, it's a good start. Need all five left to uh, match my best ever. Okay. Right. Um, law graduate Sabrina Bassoon. Hit, <laughs> fucking great name, that. Isn't it? <laughs> hit the news after her self-shot videos of energetic dance routines on London Underground garnered millions of likes on TikTok. But to what song did the self-styled tube girl record her first video? Was it Dance the Night by Dua Lipa, Greedy by Tate McRae, or Where Them Girls At by David Guetta? I know you're I'm a big pro- Mate, I'm pretty sure this is Dua Lipa. All right. Like, I might have actually heard this in the news here. Well, what did Pedro let you know, mate? Big TikTok. Oh, guy. yeah, cheers, cheers. Yeah, shout out Pedro, the goat. Yeah. That is the his goat. TikTok name. Yeah, fair, mate. He'd get these ones, right? He probably would, mate, yeah. So is he, are you locking in Dua Lipa? No, mate, lock, locked in. Dua Lipa, option one. Oh, that's wrong. Yeah, okay. Well, that's disappointing. Um, Currently on naught, which is my best, my best score of the cricket season last year. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> um, yeah, ducks. that was wrong. The answer was where them girls at. So, yeah, so um, yeah, the, uh, the the multiple choice algorithm is not working currently. No, it's really not. Really, really not. Um, the good news is, mate, you've only got three wrong out of seven. So if you get all these next four, you can save the show's credibility. All right? Yeah, I'm ready for it, mate. Yeah. Can't wait till one day switches on you and you you you, you answer, you know? Well, yeah, mate. But... <laughs> yeah, you probably knew all three of the first ones, didn't you? If mate? you ruin the show's credibility too much, mate, I won't have the chance. We'll get cancelled. <laughs> right. Oh, here we go. Talk about some French bloke. President Macron greeted King Charles as the British monarch made his delayed state visit to France for some reason. Why the fuck did he got to go to France for? God. Mate, I'll, I'll keep going with the question. I think I might know something there. <laughs> Wait, but I'm, 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 based on the answers, mate, it, it, you, you're not going to know. <laughs> you might guess <laughs> it. You're not know All right, it. Mate. All right yeah. mate, test me. I'll, I'll, I'll read the answers before the question, and you say if you've got even a fucking clue what any of them mean. All right? <laughs> All right, mate, Three yeah, answers yeah. are Simone de Beauvoir, Victor Hugo and Voltaire. Yeah, finish off the question for me. Yeah, well, the president gave the king a tree. <laughs> Strange thing to give a bloke. <laughs> president gave the king a tree from Versailles and a golden medallion to mark the occasion. In return, the king gave his host the gift of a book by which French author? Yeah, pretty sure it's the Victor. Victor Hugo, mate. Yeah, mate. Here we go. Reminder, if this is wrong, you've officially dipped under 50%. Don't worry, it's right. It's not. Fuck. The answer is Voltaire. That's disappointing. Yeah, well, mate, I, I don't specialise on the French, I'll be honest. Oh, looks like she's married to Hugh Grant. Oh, yeah, well, cheers, 
a picture of Hugh Grant to come up on my screen. No, oh, good mate. I don't even know why, honestly. No, that's wrong. What the fuck's happened there? Then? <laughs> mate, I think he's trying to tell you that Victor Hugo was the correct answer. <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm, I'm quite wrong there, considering uh, Voltaire died in 1778 and was a bloke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you joined the dots well there. You joined the dots quite, really Didn't well. quite have the overlap with Hugh Grant, no, considering no, no, no. he was dead a long time ago. Yeah, Hugh Grant would have been a, a young chap back in the, back in the 1700s. <laughs> yeah. But just so we're clear, I've answered the, I pressed the answer to the question and a picture of Hugh Grant with some French-looking bird has come up. Mm. Oh well. Oh, I see. I see. I, I got to read it. Star-studded banquet, Palace of Versailles. The guest list included Hugh Grant. Right. So that's why. Yeah. Well, cheers for that, mate. That's why he's popped up. Mm. Um, yeah. So not not quite who I thought the, the link there was. Um, Anna Elizabeth Eberstein. That's who Hugh Grant is married to. Yeah, well, cheers, mate. Um, really, really enjoying these nuggets you're giving me with here. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just trying to join the dots for the listeners, mate. Mm. Trying to give a bit of info to take to the next dinner party. Um, on the plus side, mate, uh, you're 0 for 4, so I'm not the one messing this segment up. That's the good news for me. Yeah, no, fair play. That's you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, there's only I... one more of us. I made that, made that, um, made that guess. Yeah, yeah, good, mate, good, mate. Um, next. Major historical sites in two Ukrainian cities were added to UNESCO's list of world heritage in danger because of the war with Russia, the UN body announced. Which of the following sites is also on the list? Do you know who would know the answer to this one, mate? Pedra. Pedra would definitely have this on lock. Pedra the Gate would know the answer. Right. Which of the following is also on the list? Is it the Everglades National Park in the America, the Great Barrier Reef, or Venice in Italy? Wait, so is this which which heritage sites are of are in danger, basically? Which so there's an official list of world heritage in danger. Which of those three is on the list? I think Venice is pretty in danger, I'll be honest. Hmm. Well, it's, they're in danger because they got so many tourists. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So what are we going with? We're going Venice lock in? Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't remember the other two options. Right, okay, we need this one, mate, just for a bit of... Oh, God. Right, okay. Yeah, right. question six. I reckon question six goes yeah. soon. Moving on. I think you like question six. Um, right, here we go. It's about dinosaurs. A very rare, almost complete dinosaur skeleton is to be sold at auction in Paris next month. Um, <laughs> fuck's sake. Named Barry. <laughs> what kind of dinosaur did it belong why have they fucking named it Barry? What colour or what kind of dance? What dancer? kind of dinosaur was it? Yep. Was it a Bactosaurus, a Camptosaurus, or a Tyrannosaurus Rex? Oh, uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex is far too, far too, you know. I like that thinking. Yeah. You know. Not interesting enough. Yeah. And 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 Bacta sounds sounds it sounds good. Okay. And but- I can't remember the other. <laughs> yeah, it's always the way, mate. It's always so, the way. So, mate, the right. Bactosaurus is so the final answer. We're going to go with that Barry was a Bactosaurus. Ready? Barry the Bactosaurus. Um, right, okay. Right, moving on. Question seven. 
<laughs> just so you're aware, on a on a multiple choice test with three possible answers, a chip would be expected to get two. Yeah, well, Pe- Pedro's probably got seven, so we should bring. Pedro him on probably next. got seven, but but a but a chimp or a dog or a pigeon or something like that along those lines would be expected to get two. Um, I'm almost kind of looking forward to if I got an all out of seven because that'd be probably a more impressive achievement than one out of seven. To be honest. Quite frankly, it would be, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a good entertainment value. You know, if you're not gonna if you're not gonna give the show any credibility, then, then at least sort of make it funny. You know? Yeah. So you're doing yeah, well. It's, it's, yeah, it's mate, I might have to be referred to that mental health clinic actually now. You know, the one you the one you joked about earlier. Yeah, the one for Chelsea fans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, right. Let's see question seven. Let's hope it's about Chelsea. A photo of a huge plasma arc next to the Andromeda Galaxy won this year's prestigious astronomy. Photographer of the Year Prize. Meanwhile, two 14-year-old boys from China were named Young Astronomy Photographer Year. Of what celestial feature was their picture? So you got to get yourself in the mind, mate. Get yourself in the headspace of a couple of 14-year-old blokes in China. Right? What did they take a yeah. picture of? Right, give me the option. The Fenrir or Wolf Nebula. Uh, the Moon passing in front of Mars. Or the Running Chicken Nebula. Okay, I, I know it's one one of the first option and the third option. I don't think the moon is part. The moon's pass in front of Mars. Okay, I reckon, I reckon that 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 probably happens quite often because you know the moon's pretty big from from our point of view. Um, I'm gonna go with the Fenrir Nebula. All right, this is important, mate. This is massive. Absolutely massive. Let's see. You ready? Three. Yeah. Two. One. <laughs> it was the uh, the running chicken nebula, mate. Oh. That is an 0 out of 7 performance. Fucking hell. Right. Right. Okay, we come back next time. We, uh, Mate, I'm going to work hard over, over the weekend. Yeah. Just, just read yeah. the news a bit, mate, honestly. Yeah, mate. You know, I'm find Pedro and ask him, frankly, as well. I'm, I'm, I'm averaging at 2.5, so that's not a bad average, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, cheers. Most, most people wouldn't go five and then naught, but... Um... Just shows I'm, I'm, I'm adaptable. I'm a man of many talents, you know, and, and if, my, if my week comes along... then I'm a I, man I, of I inconsistent talent. Well... Depends. I reckon it's quite talented to get an all out of seven. Depends on the way you're looking at it. You know? Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> May I like to take a quick mention to say Australia are getting battered by the Indian second team in India. And um, it's not, not far away from the World Cup in India. And uh, India look outright favourites considering they're beating Australia's first team by considerable margins. <laughs> With their second team, yeah, without Virat Kohli, and um, there's a lot yeah. of lot of serious young talent being brewed at uh in India, and we might have to. Do, I don't know if you fancy doing a World Cup preview, but uh, the the yeah, the, um, uh, I reckon it's because the Indian spinners are just trying to spin the ball, mate. Yeah, it could be. They're just chucking it down down leg, but they they're just trying to get rag, mate. <laughs> yeah, mate, it could be. Um, but no, I mean. No other side comes near India on neutral soil, and this is happening in India. So I don't think it's going to be a terrific World Cup to watch. 
Who but, yeah. I'll, I'll be supporting Pakistan personally. Oh mate, what 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 a lovely side to watch. They could go to Netherlands and get battered and yeah. then go and beat India by the West Indies like ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, literally. Mate, Pakistan are top quality because they've got some unbelievable players who have the ability to look horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And then you've got Babar in the middle there, mate, who just sort of knocks it around a bit. Yeah. Occasionally looks extremely bemused by what's going along around him. <laughs> sort of like... Mate, I'll tell you what I'd love to see. I'd love to see Australia get knocked out early doors. You know, they've got a pretty unbelievable side, but wouldn't mind to see them go. Yeah, no, I think yeah. England are going to be good, by the way, though, mate. Yeah, well, they should be. Did well T20. Best T20 batsman in the world. Yeah, well, who takes the glove, Best or, or Butler? That's the question. Butler. Yeah, ho- hopefully neither of them. <laughs> I reckon just give Rooty the gloves, mate. No, that... <laughs> no, he's got a bowl, mate. In India, he's got a bowl. He's got a <laughs> yeah, he's probably our, he's probably our frontline spinner. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> who is? Oh, probably Adil, Rashid. He's fit, is he? Yeah. Yeah, should be, and Moeen Ali as well should be, should be on it, mate. I think, uh, to be fair, um, it seems apart from in like if something, do you know what I mean? Like if something happens to India, it seems really wide open. Well, mate, India just in in recent tournaments, India have just been that side that can breeze its way to knockout stages, and then just get ruined in the knockouts. You know, so yeah, it just depends what side turns up on the day. You know, it does. It does. It does. Semi finals and finals with the pressure on is going to be tough for some, which could be some pretty young batsmen in that team. So I think I just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just, it's always hard to predict cricket because, like, I feel like you you go on these long spells, but then you just get a team on a, on a pitch on a day and all of a sudden they get skilled. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I like to see it so often. And then even with one day, it's like, there's a bit more time to work back, whereas with, with T20, it's it's like you go three down through four overs or something like that, and, and the whole game is just switched, the mentality of it, all that kind of stuff. So it's I think it's arguably more interesting to watch, but it's so fascinating how you can get that bit more volatility or volat- mm. volatility, I think is probably the word there. Yeah, well, yeah, cheers. <laughs> cheers, mate. Yeah. But yeah, mate, it's, it's, it's an interesting format, which can sometimes turn into a bit of a long watch, to be honest. You know, some some of the some of the best games in in ODI can be those low scoring ones, but it takes a bit of watching, and it, it's completely different to the T Twenty format. When if it's a low scoring game, no one really cares. <laughs> Do you know what yeah. I mean? But ODI, everyone who watches the ODI World Cup has invested enough in cricket to think that any game could be a good game, however long, however however you know many wickets are in the first few overs. Yeah, yeah, like should be a good game all the way. Yeah, in fairness too, mate. I, it's just a question, I think, from an English perspective, of that exact thing of like this whole aggressive cricket strategy is great, but then the time that it's not, it's awful. And so it's that thing mm. of like over the course of a number of months and years, does it help you win matches? Yeah, but it's that like, does it guarantee you're going to be more likely to win a game on a day? No. So it's where's the next gear? And in the World Cup final in England, they actually found it, in fairness to them. They dug in and worked hard, and then they hit the big shots at the end. Um, it just I said it's just been interesting to see, really, how that all translates and, and if they can do that again. 
Yeah, well, India are going to be a funny side because there's lots of talk about how they are best when they're fearless and they get to those knockout stages and they just sort of freeze up. And, and you talk about how, how you know, the, the the more modern game of just going all out, it can work at times. But is, is that the best thing to do in a knockout stage? Not sure. You've got to be well, adaptable. That's You've it. Show yeah. You play both sides, you know? Yeah. No, that'd be interesting. You'd be a good World Cup, I think. A lot of good sport on this autumn, actually. Ride a cup yeah, exactly. on Friday. Um well, if, you if you haven't listened to our Ryder Cup preview um, with Hank, Hank, uh, the American, go do that. Listen, that was episode four slash three um, last week, and um, that was that was good value, mate. That um, so that's that's all you really need to know about the Ryder Cup. But it's uh, it's it's gonna be a good one, mate. Actually, I think it's gonna be close. I think it's gonna be real close. Yeah, mate, it's McElroy. Um, I was I'm a bit worried actually. McElroy could have a lot of pressure on him. Never really seen him perform terrifically under under some serious pressure, you know? Interesting. Yeah. I think maybe, like, just needs whoever he's playing with to take some of that pressure off him in the four balls and let him settle into his groove. Because I think once he gets going, like when McElroy gets going, he, he tends to be pretty good. It just feels like he hasn't got going on a day where it really matters. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Even that yeah. open that, that, that Cam Smith won, it was like, it's not like McElroy didn't really do anything wrong. He just never got going. Yeah, no, hundred oh. percent. There's a, there's a, I mean, uh, the, the European side's packed full of consistent, solid golfers, and yeah. it's just it, it is just whether they can perform under those circumstances. But I think I think they did show last last Ryder Cup in Europe that they were pretty solid at doing that, and you got a pretty pretty similar bunch of players, and like the core players are pretty similar. Yeah. So. Mate, it's going to be a really interesting one. As you said, it's going to be close. Should be a good watch all the way through to Sunday. Yeah. And um, looks look forward to seeing some of the matches they put up against each other. Should be interesting to see. It's always fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. It's always really good. But I think I think just in general, mate, it's one of them where like you mark it on the calendar, and then it's something you just fixated on for however long it's going on. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. I've got a day off on Sunday from football. I'm not going to leave the sofa, mate. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> It's really? one of them kind of one of them one of them deals. So um just kind of buzzing for that to be honest with you. That's that's the that's the part of it. It's just it's just the engrossing sport, mate. That you just can't beat that. Mm, absolutely. Can't wait to really get on board for the first time. You know? Yeah, it's true, I suppose, because we have we haven't had you fully on the golf campaign yet. We only recently got you down to single digits. Mate, just say my building's getting locked up by people. So, oh, really? so I reckon we Ended off pretty soon, unless I'll be locked in here for the night and chatting to you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, just got to, uh, just got to roll with the punches, mate. Do you know what I mean? Fuck's sake. <laughs> that is pure waffle. <laughs> 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 just got to roll with the punches. I don't really have anything to say. It's just like, I don't have anything helpful yeah, to say. Yeah, just. Yeah, just Anything really that. to say at all. Like, yeah, just roll with the punches. Just roll with the punches. <laughs> and no relevance at all, that. That could be a great new segment, though, right? <laughs> Find somebody who's had an absolute shocker of a week and you just go, yeah, mate, just, just roll with the punches, honestly. <laughs> oh, that bloke. Do you hear about that bloke? The, the bloke who, like, escaped from prison in the UK. And they got yep. caught and then pled not guilty to escaping from prison. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Well, mate, the difficulty with your story there, mate, is you were in prison, and then all of a sudden you were out of prison. 
So yeah, you you join the dots. He's just, a crafty, crafty mate, like that, mate, mate, just, just roll with the punches, honestly. That's all he's got to do. Mate, uh, oh god, he's he's a serious mastermind if he thinks he can pull that off. Bloody hell. <laughs> he's yeah. been pulled in from outside and claims, yeah, not guilty, mate. Dif- different bloke in prison a few days ago. Yeah, exactly. But you know. Could be worse, mate. Yeah, just roll with the punches, mate. He had a couple of days roaming around Chiswick. <laughs> yeah, hopefully he pops into a game at Stamford Bridge, actually, a bit down the road. Oh, mate. God, I got a feel for the bloke. It's mm. probably yeah. why I got caught. He was like, fuck this, <laughs> yeah. get back to prison, mate. Yeah. yeah, he probably got caught at the bridge. <laughs> yeah. Probably worried Nicholas Jackson was going to kill him with one of his off-centre strikes. <laughs> mate you saw that post didn't you the one that said yeah, yeah, 325% yeah. bigger which is the length of a it's a bus or something wasn't it well, yeah. a plane. it was a plane yeah. aeroplane or or the biggest la- the biggest mammal which is a blue whale he just deal. about sneaks it in the bottom corner yeah mate I've always had a good good eye on how big a blue whale is did you ever do that thing in school in primary school where you like walked how far a blue whale was no Right, okay. So when I was at primary school in year one or something, they were trying to show us like how big these animals were. And they had us basically stand in a line for a certain distance to represent how big it was. So you could really right. feel like, oh, Ooh. fucking hell, like, oh, Johnny's fucking miles down there. That's, that's <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Johnny's miles down there. He's just rolling with the punches. And fucking Barry, mate. He's, you can barely see him. That's the problem. Barry the Blacktosaurus is in the corner. Barry the Blacktosaurus, or whatever He's the gone. fuck he was. What was he actually? A Comptosaurus or something like that. Yeah, well, uh, I wouldn't know, would I? Let's be honest. No, you, not a chance, mate. If it happened in the last week, you wouldn't have a clue. Um, but, but, mate, we did that. And so I've always been like, every time I hear something measured based on how many blue whales it is, I've always think back to that. And that really was such a long distance. It's like all the way across the playground, all the way into the park. And I'll never remember that. And I was like, oh God, Nicholas Jackson really missed by that much. Yeah, literally. Blimey. Well, yeah, shout out Johnny. You know, shout out that bloke. Johnny, mate. Good fella. Good fella. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm about to get locked in this uh this building, mate. So mate, just roll with the punches, honestly. <laughs> Oh mate, uh, Logan Paul, okay. <laughs> Logan Paul, Dylan Dennis, mate, it's really heated up. Is it? What's happened, mate? Well, there's some sort of lawsuit, or, or I can't I don't know if it's defamation or like producing videos that are fake or something. But one of the <laughs> Dennis has posted has finally got a, a lawsuit. Mate, it's, and so um, John Fury again, turnovers and takes <laughs> for no reason. Why is he even involved? Honestly, first of all, <laughs> or whatever <laughs> he is, fair enough. But the thing is, best mate, is. is they, they like Dylan Dennis is getting all these lawsuits. He potentially might not have any money to enter the fight, and some and this girl on Twitter's like, um, I guess you should have withdrawn your suit or something like that. And he's like, No, I'd never withdraw, but your dad should have done or something. Some some vile response. So <laughs> like, yeah, way, way to make the situation worse for yourself, mate. Good good work. Good work. Yeah, well, well done, Dylan Dennis, mate. Might have lost himself a good few bags there, actually. I'm, I'm a fan, though, personally. <laughs> I'm a fan. I'll be looking forward to that. If I am KSI versus Tommy Fury, 
mate, to be honest, I'd rather just see John Fury in the ring. He was saying, <laughs> yeah. he was saying like, if anybody you... wants some, I'll fucking give it him. Mate, he's like, he's gone to, he's, he... <laughs> he gets, he gets asked, <laughs> which is fake, which is fake. He goes, yeah, mate, I'll fight anyone. I'll fight them both at the same time. Yeah. I'll fight any man. Any man who wants some of me. I'm a fighting man. I'm a man of my words. They don't make men like me. Yeah. I'm the I'm a dying breed. Yeah, mate. He, he, <laughs> dying breed because he's fucking old, basically. <laughs> Still probably thinks he could knock out his son if he needed to. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he probably would actually. It's just it's that video that's just so good of of uh, I know we've talked about this before, but but the night of Tommy's fight against Jake Paul and Tyson Fury's trying to do one of those funny like peaky blinders, like no fighting, no fucking fighting, and he goes around this circle and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, everyone's playing along with the bit, and he goes, John, no fighting. Oh fucking! If anybody comes at me, I'll fucking I'll give him some. I'm a fighting man, and Tyson's just like, no, John, John. John, it's a bit, it's a bit. No, no fighting, no fighting. Fuck, fucking, I'll give it a mate. I'll give it a mate. Just, yeah. Uh, well, mate, um, I'd like to make a quick point on boxing, mm. which is uh, I remembered the other day that at the end of Anthony Joshua's fight, after being, after going through one of the most boring fights I've ever watched, he goes for the classic, are you not entertained? And, all, and the crowd just stays silent. And it's just, yeah, well, no, actually. <laughs> no, actually. Yeah, what's he done? Him. Beating Dillian White again, sorry. Yeah, literally. No, you know, he was actually meant to beat Dillian White and they got a substitute for Dillian oh, White. Yeah, <laughs> he was a substitute for Dillian White, Derek Chisora. Yeah, yeah. Well, mate, I reckon I could box the uh, bloke who uh, came in for Dillian White. Yeah. Probably Astrid Wet or something like that, mate. Or AJ Bunker, one of those, one of those girls who does the yappy boxing... <laughs> Yeah, literally, mate, and uh, and also Verstappen, he's back. <laughs> Yo, oh, oh, oh no! <laughs> Who saw that? Coming? This is the coming a regular, regular part of the show, actually. Saying, uh, how boring Formula One is. <laughs> who's won the Formula One? Oh, he's won by a minute again. <laughs> Cheers, yeah. Verstappen. Literally, you're clearly driving your car again, not reversing. Oh, he won by twenty seconds. Mm. Which in F, which in like Formula One racing, when you're driving 200 miles per hour, it's like that three is hours. So right? long. Yeah, literally. That is so fucking long. I mean, oh, whatever, mate. I'll give up. Give up. People still think that sport's interesting, and you know, mate. Literally, after after the race the other week, where the random bloke won, all the F1 fans are going to be saying how incredible the season was. Mm. Yeah, literally. Oh, this is fire, bro. This is fire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, it's fucking ridiculous. It's a shit sport. Well, not shit sport. Could be good, but it is the way it is now, mate. It's just so boring. Mm. And people always try and make these arguments about like, oh, why? But like, God, those battles in the middle, mate. Oh, oh so good. And you're just sitting there going, oh, who watches a sport? Who cares about tenth place? It'd be like it'd be like watching golf. And actually not giving a toss who wins, but being like, oh, mate, fucking absolute battle to see who can come tied for 12th. God. Yeah, literally. <laughs> it's, it's unreal, mate. It's like, no. No, no, no. no, no. I'm sorry. Oh. I, could, I, could watch, I could watch one of those golf, uh, one of those games. But if it's happening every single week. True. That's True. the problem. You know what I mean? Like, occasionally you do think of like, oh, top 25, he's qualified for 
all the majors next year or something. But yeah, like, but still like, there's still that element of it, which is like you watch them and on their faces and everything, they don't look like they care. Mm. I think F1 because they're in cars and you can't see the expression and they don't have body language and that kind of thing. You you lose that. But like every time I look at a like golfer who's in a battle for tenth, you sort of like, well, they just sort of seem like they're going through the motions, like out of there playing golf because it's their job type thing. It's just the entertainment just disappears. Do you know what I mean? And it's yeah. just I don't know. I, I can't imagine watching that every week, but but some people do, and all, all power to them to continue doing that because they're going to have to for a while because Verstappen's going to keep fucking running that sport for at least another couple of years until the the rules or the cars get figured out. I don't even know. But Just driving the same cars, mate. Simple as. I agree. I think that'd be so much more interesting. Different. And you could at even at least if they were driving the same cars and some bloke kept winning, you'd you'd, yeah. you'd be able to hold your hands up and say, yeah. "Wow." That's yeah. greatness, you know. That, yeah, that's exactly that's that's what it's so that's what sport's all about. Yeah. You can't even do that because every win he makes is this asterisk. Oh, he's the best car. He's got the best car. How 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 can you support someone who's just got the best? Like it, it feels like you could you could put any you, you you can take golf into it again and say like you got one you got two blokes who are hitting it who who have got like certain clubs that can hit fifty yards further than anyone else. Yeah. Like it's not quite the same. It's probably a pretty poor example, but you get my point, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how can how can how can you regard anyone as the one of the best drivers of all time if they've got the miles better car? It's just it's just becoming stupid, mate. Yeah. No, I don't know. But we'll move on before the F one fellas get all get all angry, mate. You know. Yeah, what are they gonna do to us, mate? <laughs> Let's be honest. Leave comments on. on our TikTok, mate. Oh yeah, well I'm keen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I guess that helps the engagement. So it doesn't really matter. It's all good. It's all good. Anyway, uh, have you got anything else, mate, for this week? Mate, I'm 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 done. I've 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 commented on Verstappen. We've shouted out Pedra, great bloke. Yeah, great bloke. And we've uh, we've covered the Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not much more to cover there because it's pretty much just same old, same old at the minute. Yeah. Um, but hey, we we got through it all. Um, well, thank you very much for listening. Then uh, we're back next week with with, with more of this top quality stuff, uh, or maybe we won't, depending on uh, the situation. And um, you know, Mate, we, they might never hear an episode again. To be honest, I was going to say after that zero of seven performance in the quiz, we might get shut down again, mate. Yeah, yeah. Well, this time. But, uh, no, you know, we've got a lot more to talk about. Yeah, we'll anyways, that results by next Monday. That will be oh, good. Yeah. And then um, we'll take it from there. But uh, no, here's the time to say thank you very much for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Um, and, um, you know, do, do all those those nice things. Leave us the five-star reviews and the nice comments. We appreciate it. And um, tell, tell your mates, tell your mates to go on. So you've got a great new podcast or uh, a decent new podcast for them to listen to, depending on your your particular opinions. But, um, yeah, let them know. And, um, Charlie, we'll, uh, we'll see you soon, mate. Yeah, let's just keep rolling with the punches. Yeah. Cheers. Keep rolling with punches. Cheers. 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 Cheers, mate. Yeah, thank you. Cheers, mate. All right. Cheers. Yeah, thank you. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Yeah, cheers.